The following is a Cast Wave Studios production. What's going on, movie geeks? It's another episode of the Post Credit Podcast. I'm Zach Patterson. I'm Rocky Diamond. And I'm Sean Holmes. And it's been quite an eventful week. Uh, we just came out of uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday, which, uh, if, if, if I recall, uh, Rocky, you capitalized on that handedly. <laughs> I got a Best Buy credit card. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. They finally gave me one. So the next time we do this show, he'll be coming at you live from the Poe House. And <laughs> <laughs> live from the Poor House. <laughs> Change can have change. <laughs> so what it's did a you, pay off my credit. <laughs> I actually didn't I didn't do much for Black Friday or Cyber Monday just because well, I wasn't looking at movies. I was looking at everything, and the deals weren't that great this year. No, they weren't. Now, in stores, on the other hand, like all the DVDs and stuff, which I assume is what you were getting, <laughs> mm-hmm. again, I didn't really see anything I wanted. I got I got a couple TV shows, because that was what was discounted that I liked. Mm-hmm. But what did, you, like, what did you get? All right, so I'm going to give you guys a little secret here. Um, let you in on my secret. I do this thing every year where I go the day before Thanksgiving and I stash all the movies that I want behind movies that won't sell. And uh, Wait, in the store? In the store, behind other Blu-rays that won't sell and I know aren't <laughs> going to be for sale. And even if they were on sale, nobody else would buy them. And then wait, 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 wait. So you tell me. So you take, you take a copy like, of like, like Civil War. Civil War. And you hide it. You hide it under like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure of the Thought Bottom. No, of the because that actually sold. Oh, um, I would. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like Anna Green Gables or something. But something, know. yeah, something <laughs> very bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, Silver Linings Playbook. There we go. Hey, that was a good movie. I love that. Yeah, movie. But it's people, great. But, but yeah, once you but, see it, yeah. people, don't, people yeah. don't buy it. Okay, yeah. You don't. You don't. Buy it. It's on Netflix. So, now, what was yeah. I looking for? Fault of Our Stars. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. okay. You don't. You don't rewatch <laughs> that stupid cancer Silver drama. Lighting playbook. You, that's just. It. It's traumatic good. enough. I thought it was good. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's great. It's just a good one watch. Well, anyway, so uh, I missed out. I totally forgot they changed the times. That Black Friday started at Thursday and ended mid, uh, around one o'clock in the morning on Friday, you know, Friday. So when I got there, I was seven minutes late. So I had to wait till Friday morning around eight o'clock. What do you know? All my movies were still there. When I picked up Civil War behind the movie, a guy saw me. He's like, oh, where'd you get that? Like you do, you just saw me pull it out of this. Uh, so I was just like, uh. You should have told him your secret. You should have been like, I hid this uh, a couple no. days ago. If I tell too many people they're going to do it, then my, my secret's blown. But no, I, I ended up spending about $73 in credit, so now I'll probably owe 100 by the time I have it paid off. But what did you, uh, what movies did you get? Well, I had to get Big Bang Theory Season 10, just, or sorry, Season 9, I wish. <laughs> Shut up! Nope, don't you this That show sucks now. Hey, Star Wars sucks. That's how no, it, it does it. That's how it feels. No, it doesn't. <clears throat> no, it doesn't. Well, I know, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> It's not gonna work. Well, that's, that's how it feels. Uh, uh, I got Ghostbusters one and two. I had to. It was like yes. six dollars for both on Blu-ray. Yeah. Oh, by the way, all these are on Blu-ray. Um, I had London Has Fallen. Such a great movie. <laughs> Such a great movie. If you're looking for that that uh, '80s, early '90s action kind of feel, that's a movie to get. That was like four bucks. Yeah. Uh, Interstellar, amazing, amazing movie. Space, future. Time. I'm not going to say anything. Grass, Gra- gravity. Matt Damon, Sorry. space, you know, been there, All done right, that. Right, Corn right, growing. Right. <laughs> uh, Creed, which I'm sure, sure Sean will get uh, Yeah, uh, Sean, we have a review from Sean about Creed later in the show. Yep, yep. Conjuring 2, 
Oh, if you're looking for a scary movie, that's that was a, a good one. Wasn't that it? was a yeah. really that good was, one. I was told that was very good. Yep, uh, the Mockingjay Part Two, which I'm watching tomorrow. So I'll I probably... still need to watch that. I haven't seen that it, yet. It's good until it gets to the whole revelations thing. Yeah, but it's still good. Uh, Star Trek Beyond. Oh man, I cannot wait. Good, oh, this I, night, it's a good movie. No, I haven't heard one negative thing about it yet. I like that movie. I'm skipping this one because you'll judge me. No, 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 no. <sighs> Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yes, I he showed me the he showed me the picture and I didn't read anything except where I saw Alvin and the Chipmunks. Why would you buy such a stupid fucking movie? To complete my collection. So you have all of them. Yeah. That's worse. I have all the minions and despicable me's and yeah. Oh fuck the minions. I hate the minions so much. So <laughs> much. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. God, I used to think people would judge me because Fast and the Furious is my guilty pleasure, but uh-uh. that that shit, that shit, no. I I don't touch that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the rest of them I actually didn't get. This was a picture before I bought them. So, uh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. And then obviously I had to get Finding Dory. That was a good one. Definitely a good one. Hmm. So, that, that's what I got. That's yeah, not bad. It's not bad. Not big, but. Eh. The other big thing um, Cyber Monday kicked off uh, at midnight with uh, a massive crash of Fandango.com because Rogue One tickets went live. Oh, man. Oh, shit. How, how yep. quick did that I, uh, I'm not sure how fast they sold out. I know that I was on right... I was on at 11.55 to get mine, and my transaction was not completed until 1.15. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Holy shit. But, but it was not as bad as Force Awakens, because... What was it? Force Awakens, I didn't get my tickets until 3.30. <laughs> I was up half the night watching Netflix, just refreshing, like, 50 pages, trying to get through. <laughs> this time, this time, Fandango was prepared, and Fandango had uh, a digital queue. Yeah. So for the first, like... 30 minutes the site was just broken like it just didn't happen i tried amc <laughs> i tried fandango i tried movie phone it was all dead then when i was clicking through fandango all of a sudden the, the page just stopped and it came up with a, a picture of unfortunately it was fucking minions but <laughs> um, this picture came up and i was like what did i click and i stopped and i looked at the screen and it said you've been placed in a digital queue so when it's your turn it had a little loading bar and it was like when it's your turn you'll have 20 minutes to navigate the site and buy whatever tickets you're trying to purchase and then once you're out of the site you're you have to get back on the queue if you want to do anything else. Mm. So at that point I was like calm and I wasn't getting mine for opening night. I can't go until the week or what is it? The Sunday of the opening weekend. So oh, I'm going to okay. miss the first couple of days cuz of work. So I figured since there was a digital queue everybody's going for Friday and Saturday All and right. I was right. Mm-hmm. Try Friday and Saturday. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I just so had to I, write something down. So yeah. <laughs> if you if you spoil that for me, I will act legit cut your head off and put it on a stick. And <laughs> don't spoil it for Zach. Hashtag but, um, Gandalf. Oh no! Wait. Hashtag. Yeah. Neo dies. Okay. Got um, it. <laughs> but yeah, the digital queue thing was was fucking awesome. And the new trailer came out right when the tickets launched. So it's like here, you know, here's your last preview before it, and it was a really good trailer. So like I'm amped, like I'm ready. Another thing, I have a bunch of Rogue One news that all came out in the last couple of days actually. Regal has a it's not a new thing. They've done it with a couple of movies. I think one of the first ones was Batman v Superman. But Regal now has a card you can buy on Regal's website for a hundred dollars. And it's a movie-specific card that means that you can go see Rogue One in any format as many times as you want while it's in theaters. What? what? And I'm actually... If I didn't hate Regal so much, I might actually get one of those. So it's $100, and all you have to do is take a photo ID and the card when you go get your ticket, and they just 
you can just go to either IMAX, IMAX 3D, 3D, regular. You can see it as many times as you want until it's taken out of theaters. Mm. Which, I'm not going to lie, I saw Force Awakens 15 times. <laughs> so, if I bought that card... This is going to save you some wow, money. If I bought that would. card, that's kind of what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, okay, I, mentality. I might have to buy that card. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I gotta go work. I, <laughs> and then I gotta go see gotta go see the movie again. All right, and then I'll see the movie after I get out of work. And then and I Force Awakens, um, it was Force Awakens was so good. Was, like I just, you know, uh, and if this one and this one looks like this last trailer was really like a little cherry on top of the cake. Like it, it looks phenomenal. Like I I went from having almost no faith because I hate the director to now I just I have to see it and I can't <laughs> wait and I'm so excited. Like it looks phenomenal. Uh, what else they say? Well, this is probably just this is laughable, but they came out and officially said that they're not planning any sequels to Rogue One. <laughs> oh, really? very good, oh. very good. And I was like, "This is not news. <laughs> How are you going to do that? Rogue One Two, yeah, <laughs> Rogue, no, Rogue Two, Rogue Three, Rogue Two, <laughs> Lock, Lock Three, Lock Loman. No. <laughs> and then this this last piece of news was actually very interesting. Apparently, after Episode Nine is done. There's rumors that they're thinking of maybe only doing spinoff films after that. Huh. So they can just go to any part of the Star Wars universe, and it may have absolutely nothing to do with with episodes one through nine. And I actually don't think that's a bad idea. No, it's That's not. interesting. It because is, the main complaint idea. that everybody says is, like, of, all, of the episode films is it's all... It's all just one family's drama has caused an entire galaxy's worth of issues. And I kind of understand that that's a bit frustrating. Rogue One... Is the first movie that has nothing to do with these people except for Darth Vader's kind of in it. Can we get, can he get outside the stupid family? It's like watching the same Jerry Springer episode <laughs> in space. <laughs> and, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, let give me an episode that's all about IG88. Oh yeah. Like that'd be great. So I'm not I'm not against that. Like I think a whole the bunch Boba of Fett spin-offs. Movie, the Boba Fett movie. I'm really excited oh, about. Is that, they finally announced that. Well, they haven't. They haven't. They have plans they haven't, for it. They haven't officially said. Well, the third anthology film is still a mystery, but I mean, everybody and their mom thinks it's Boba Fett because why wouldn't you say so by now? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's like well, all these Boba Fett fans are like, Boba Fett, Boba Fett. So see, what they're hoping is they're going to go, Boba Fett, and everybody's going to go, yeah, but what, what's going to happen at this point is they're going to go, Boba Fett, and we're all going to go, called it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just, that's a, I, I'm very excited, and I think only spinoffs is a great idea. I don't need episode like 18. I don't need that. I'm, no. I'm done after this. No. Like I just a whole bunch of separate stories is is a really really good idea, and I hope Disney, a I hope Disney doesn't go too far, and b I hope that they stick with that plan. Like I yeah. think that's a good plan. Uh, I should. I mean, I, I I get tired of just just movie after movie after movie. I'm like what episode we're gonna go all the way till like nine. Well, I mean, I'm 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 fine with this new trilogy, right. but after that. That should be it. I don't need an episode 10 and beyond. Like, I don't... Mm, yeah. Double digits is too far. It should far. be like episode 22. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What are we going to... Oh, Kylo Ren lost his rattle. Episode 11. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, like, I like this plan. I hope they stick with this plan. And I'm really excited for Rogue One now. And obviously, there will be a review for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, last piece of news. This came across my Facebook today. Uh, the ba- One of the producers, I think it was the... Not Steven Spielberg, one of the other big producers of Back to the Future, promises that there will never be a reboot for Back to the Future. Really? But the question is, do we think that's bullshit? I kind of want to say Because I... There are always loopholes. Well, the problem is, filmmakers... I know this is terrible because I want to be a filmmaker, but filmmakers are very money-hungry. Particularly studios are very money-hungry. So 
I feel like it's only a matter of time before some idiot thinks they figured out a way to do Back to the Future again. And I just, and I mean, none of us want that. But the, I mean, but this is a big statement. Do, I mean, is that bullshit? Do you think they can actually hold that till the end of time? No, Sean. I don't think so. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> like, I just... No way. I would love that to be true, because I think Back to the Future is literally an immortal classic. Yeah. But I don't think that it can happen. I don't think that any movie is safe from reboot status, except for, like, I'd never see them rebooting, like, Star Wars A New Hope or anything like that. Like, there's a few movies where you know <laughs> they're never going to reboot. Like, they never reboot Jurassic Park. No, you can't no. touch it. But no, Back to are, the Future... They did Jurassic World, but they don't need to. Yeah, but Back <laughs> to the Future... Yeah. Back to the Future, that scares me. Because that could be rebooted. They could make some nice car, and then somebody could be like, it's time. Oh. And it could be like some stupid, like a Rolls Royce or something, anything. And it could be like, it's time. And I'll just be like, no. It's not time. I just, just want to be, it away. Just, just make it like, make it like, no. after I've turned 80, like 90, and passed, after that. After I'm gone. <laughs> there you go, yeah. I can't live to see that. After the generation that cares to go see it is, is long gone. Yeah, like I just... If, if it's going to happen, like, I, I appreciate what the producer is trying to say, and I appreciate the dedication to the fans. I, I don't think it's possible. I think it's bullshit. But only time will tell. Mm-hmm. I hate saying that phrase, but it's the truth. <laughs> um, now going into kind of our mini discussion, I have developed a new rating system. I have reviewed it with these two. Everybody's happy with what I've selected. Um, so we took the five-star system, but instead of having five stars, it ranks one, two, three, four, five, and each one has a soundbite from a film to describe, you know, sort of roughly what we're trying to get across with our rating system. So say you got a movie like Independence Day 2, which is just one of the worst movies ever conceived. That would be a one-star film, which in which we would have this. That is one big pile of shit. <laughs> Ian Malcolm saying that is one big pile of shit. That's going to be our one-star. It's a big old pile of shit. It's like the worst movie that you could ever see, like by far... Um, then we have two, which is kind of, it's not a bad movie. I mean, it's a bad movie, but it's not a horrible movie. Like what's, what's a movie that's bad, but not like the worst thing in the world. Batman V Superman. Yeah. No, Suicide Squad. There we go. Suicide Squad would be a two star type of movie. And for that, we have a soundbite from the Lego movie. And here it is. That is literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Let me handle this. That idea is just the worst. (laughs) You like that, don't you? (laughs) Then we have, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> hearing them live is really funny. Um, the <laughs> three stars was just like a meh movie. Like you saw it, didn't hate it, didn't love it. If it's on Cinemax in the middle of the day while you're like vacuuming the house, you'd watch this in the background type movie. Does that make sense? Oh, that's good. Yeah. What would you, what's a good movie that you, R- Rango. That weird lizard movie, the animated one. Oh, okay. There you go. It's That's not something good. I do while it's I do not, laundry. It's not, it's not good. It's not bad. So that would be like a three-star midway type movie. So for that, I have a sample from Return of the Jedi. Keep your distance, though, Chewie. But don't look like you're trying to keep your distance. I don't know. Fly casual. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a perfect, like, do you like it? Do you hate I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's, Fly it's, casual. It's perfect. Yeah, just... It's the most casual setting you can put on that. So number four. Number four is a good movie, but it's not like, holy crap, what a movie. But it's a good movie. Like, um, Hardcore Henry. Hardcore Henry is not like the best movie in the world, but it's a good movie. Like, we watched it, it we were like, holy mm-hmm. shit, that's cool. Mm-hmm. 
so yeah, that that'd be a that'd be a four star type movie. For that, this is a very short little soundbite, but it's from Lord of the Rings, and I just I had it's quite to. Cool. Play that one more time. It's quite cool. <laughs> it's very it's very short, but I couldn't think of anything better for like you know Gandalf. It's quite cool. It's a very cool movie. It was. So then, so hardcore Henry. Cool. <laughs> I think that's Sean's favorite. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> was quite cool. <laughs> and then. So then you got, like, number five. So now we're talking, like, Force Awakens, Civil War, like, the big ones. So I needed something, not just a soundbite, but I needed, like, dramatic music and cheering. And I wanted it, I wanted there to be some, some celebration some behind grandeur. it. Something Grandeur. Thank you. That's perfect. So I was kind of thinking, like, that V for Vendetta when he blows up the statue thing, and it does, like, da 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 But then I was like, eh, this isn't quite working. And then I was watching a movie yesterday, and I got to a part, and I was like, this is perfect for the five-star celebration when you finally get it. So from Independence Day, I have the following. He did it! The son of a bitch did it! <laughs> <laughs> Every time Robert Loja... Just goes all right. That that kills Sean every time. It's, it's like it's like it's like if you're like your your <laughs> like your paycheck was bigger than what it was. Like you just get you just get Robert Loja. Just go. Ah, yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. Oh. And then I have a bonus soundbite for the movies that are like the the best movies. The best of the... Actually, Men in the Black. The best of the best of the, the best. best. Sir! Um, with honors. With, with honors. <laughs> He's just really excited, and he has no idea why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded way too rednecky and not Will Smithy, but that's okay. <laughs> you say really excited. I don't know, I don't know what happened here. there. We're the Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> this here tractor has some alien sludge on it. <laughs> Sorry, we've gone off topic. <laughs> Because I sounded like a moron just now, which happens a lot on this show. But um, yeah, this is for like That's the. Cool. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't give you those to play with. Try to make the show have its own like vibe. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So yeah, so this is for like the greatest movies ever. Like that are like I said with Back to the Future, like immortal in there, mm-hmm. grandeur. Um, so I picked out a really nice clip from Indiana Jones for the best movies that we ever encounter. So do you. <laughs> so because we haven't, we've talked about like the band movie list. I've made a, I made a small list here, and I'm sure you guys will agree with me on this of movies that we think get the belong in the museum rating thus far. And then if we ever get another movie that we think is that good, we can use it again. But so far, here's here's what I think is some of like the best movies. And this isn't like old, old, old like Twelve Angry Men and Casablanca. This is like the last twenty years. Okay. Give or take. Uh, the first Jurassic Park. Museum. Definitely the first Jurassic Park. Um, the Back to the Future trilogy. I think we can include all three. Is that yeah. museum quality? Yeah. Okay. Um, the original Star Wars trilogy. Oh, yeah. Seven, or seven. Th- four, five, and six. Yes. Non-special edition, yes. Yes. Untouched. You know what I mean. Just, yes. Untouched. Absolutely. Um, the, the remake of Ocean's Eleven, like George Clooney, Brad Pitt. They, I, I didn't they, get to see it, so... Yeah. You've never seen Ocean's Eleven? Mm, really? Because I had He's hours. never seen Ocean's Eleven. Uh, well, I know what I we're going after this. I wasn't crazy about the cast. You were, George Clooney? Yeah. Brad, Brad Pitt? Pitt? 
Matt Damon. Don Cheadle. Damn. Who? Don, Don Cheadle. Cheadle. Who? War, War Machine. Oh, yeah. Traffic. Damn. Oh, yeah. Julia Roberts. Oh, she was a bitch. Yeah. Carl fucking Reiner. Yeah, Carl Reiner. Sorry. Damn, man. Okay. We, this is more my fun. Uh, that, yeah. yeah. yeah the first one, Ocean's Eleven, is, is in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> Let me in. Let me back in. But yeah, Ocean's Eleven. There you go. You come back in, Rock. Sorry oh, about thank that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, definitely the first Ocean's Eleven. It was just, it was too good. Like, the style was amazing. They really did a good job remaking it from the classic, which was kind of so-so, if we're being honest. Yeah. It was a dated movie. All right, tell you so what. I think, I'll, I think I'll, it's museum quality. I'll give it a shot. I'll watch it. Why don't you just take my trilogy home and watch I all three? I have it. Oh. I have all of them. I just never got to <laughs> How do you have? Who has movies that you don't watch? Me. I don't. Dude, I, I have I, probably 73% of my movies I haven't watched yet. I just have them. So no, I, I, mean, I understand where he's coming from. I mean, I had a bunch of movies I haven't, I haven't watched. I, I don't get it. I've never. I only buy movies if I know I'm gonna like them or if they're good. Like I would never. You're just a weird person in this. In this this is making my brain bleed. I'm a movie hoarder, apparently. <laughs> I don't moving, like to watch them. I just like to look at them. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so definitely Ocean's Eleven. Another one for the museum shelf. Predator, the first Predator. Oh first yeah, Predator's oh, fantastic. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Alien and Aliens, directed yeah. by Ridley Scott and James Cameron, oh, respectively. Yeah. Um, those both I thought were too good. Um, James Bond, all of it. Yeah. Because it's just so iconic. I don't know. I fell asleep to them. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. knew I'm you kidding. weren't. Uh, I knew you weren't. I, I will admit the first one I did the very first time I watched the very first one. Well, when you're young, like I yeah. watched, what was the first one I watched? The first Bond movie I watched was Goldeneye because I played the game and oh I didn't know. Oh my God. I didn't know anything about James Bond when Does I, when I played Goldeneye. Does the 60s Casino Royale count as a Bond film? Technically, yes. I would say yes. Okay, I like that. That, that one I fell asleep in. Oh, yeah. Oh, I God, feel like yeah. that's where they took a turn for I woke more up with, serious. Yeah. Yeah. More serious. No, no, no. The first Casino Royale was before Bond was oh, a thing. Oh, you're talking about <laughs> Peter yeah, we're talking, Sellers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Peter Sellers and Woody, Woody so. Allen. I'm, a, I'm allergic way, to bullets. Like, Stone Age. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, for the yeah. most, for uh, overall Bond, because it's a very iconic, from each and each actor, like they all brought something different to it. So that whole... Bond collection goes on the shelf. Wrath of Khan goes on the shelf. Wrath of Khan absolutely goes on the shelf. That's the best absolutely. Star Trek, best Star Trek story out there. I don't care what anybody Latest says. Star Trek movie ever. That's that goes. It's a Godfather the, Star Trek movies. Yes. No comment. Uh, Godfather two. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I was on a Star Trek. Uh, Godfather two goes on the shelf. I don't like the first one. I hate the third one. Godfather two goes on the shelf. Well, you should hate the third one. Yeah. <laughs> If you if anyone likes the third one, I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> um, the first Independence Day made the shelf for me. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought that was a phenomenal movie. Better than most. One of the best of the 90s. It's in every household. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Ghostbusters, just the first one. Because mm-hmm. it was another one that was completely unique and had its own vibe and rhythm, and that definitely mm-hmm. has to go. The Indiana Jones trilogy goes. Fast and the Furious, just the first one. Mm. Yep. I thought, All of them. I mean, I love all of them, yeah. but I'm trying to be subjective. I know, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, all three. All three are, are, are good. For, for Indiana Jones, yes, all three. Oh, oh I see. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Fast Furious. Just the first Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I know a lot of people are going to fight me on that one, but I just, in my opinion, the first one's very good. Oh, definitely. Um, Toy Story. 
mm, for being yeah. a benchmark film Definitely. for for computer animation mm-hmm. and stuff. And it was a good movie. Yeah, it was. Uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy yeah. goes on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And finally, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, the first one. Oh yeah, that was Definitely. a that was a big moment in film. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that was. I hadn't even started reading the books yet when I saw that movie. I thought it was incredible. It was an incredible movie. It was. So it I'm just... So much. And I can only imagine what it must have been like for people who read the book first. Because I read the books after I saw the second one. Then I read all the books. You know what else is a good one? What? Rocky. Me. That was a good movie. Can we put Rocky on the... Does Rocky get the immortal shelf? It, it, it might. It might. It might get the immortal shelf. Christ. Yeah, all me. All my life. I'm so glad you. he stopped it before the... Oh, I hate it. I didn't know you were a boxer, Rocky. Why don't we put... I can I can say we can put the first Rocky on the shelf. Definitely. Okay, that's fine. Definitely. That's fine. And like I said, we may add stuff to this as we think about it. Like, And if we see a movie now, it's a long shot. But if we see a movie now that's that good, mm-hmm. the shelf is always there. But like I said, we're going to stick to the five-star <coughs> soundbite system, if you will, that we've adopted now. Um, and at some point I'm going to either like a website or even just a piece of paper. I'm just going to keep a record of where we put these movies on this thing. Mm-hmm. We'll have a chart of some sort. And at some point you guys will be able to actually read it, but right. that's, that's later. We haven't thought that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so now we have our review system. It's pretty much foolproof and I think it's excellent. So now I thought we'd do some reviews. Okay. And for once, for once, all three of us have material this evening. Uh, so we're going to kick things off with Rocky. What have you seen? Mrs. Peregrine's Home for Particular Children. Tim Burton? Tim Burton. Now, I'm going to be honest. Yes. I don't like Tim Burton. I loved Tim Burton in the 90s, close to that, the 2000s. Okay. But I after can... that, things just went downhill. No, I, I can I can take that. Uh, when he had the black and white colored movies, you know, his, uh, you know, the colors, the awesome shapes. Yeah. It was great. But when he got into the color, like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, huh? Hi, that movie sucked. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. That's a sucky movie. But, oh, my God. Uh, I think he redeemed himself on this one. Yeah? You know, it didn't have the full-on Tim Burton style with the shapes and everything, but the you could tell one of the kids looked like uh, Johnny Depp, so uh, in a way, Johnny Depp was in the movie. <laughs> But you know what? That's probably why it was good. Was because he didn't do what he always does and just get his same like four cast members and make movies with them. No, but oh man, it, I would have given it a. I'd definitely give it at least a four. Oh, hang on. What he gave it a four. Now we give can play a, a thingy. Show. Oh yeah. So, got, the, 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 so Miss, the, the, hang on. The, say the title one more time. Mrs. Peregrine's Home for Particular Children. It's quite cool. There we go. <laughs> it's quite cool. That's all I have to say about that. That's all he has to say Zach, about Zach, that. these will be faster as as the podcast goes on once I load it on my phone. No, that's okay. That's okay. I'll just I'll have to like signal you and like point at you. Just be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I'll go ahead and do one of mine. Um, I saw Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Oh, I want to see that. So it bad. was re- <laughs> it was really good. I liked it a lot. Like I had a great time with it. I took my girlfriend because we're both really into like all the franchise stuff, like Star Wars, Harry Potter, anything. And I really wanted to see, I feel like I've said this on here before, but I really wanted to see the movie in a Harry Potter universe that had nothing to do with Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun that way. Especially after, like, no offense, but the last two Harry Potters kind of sucked. Yeah. So, yeah. kind of. We got, like, a new... I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so we you. got, um... We got, uh... We got a new character. We got Newt Scamander. 
Which, fun fun little Easter egg I didn't know about, but in Harry Potter 3, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, when he's using the Marauder's map, one of the names on the map is Newt Scamander. Really? So he's in the school in, in Harry Potter 3. You don't see him, but he's there, hmm. wandering around, which I think is very cool. Hmm. Yeah, that's neat. Um, but yeah, so it's all about him coming to New York. He has a mission. Obviously, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Um, but while he's in New York... Um, it's one of those classic mishaps of switched suitcases and some of the magical creatures that he was carrying in his case have gotten loose in 1920s New York and it's about him trying to catch those and there's a, you know, there's a nefarious subplot with the villains and all that but everything, everything kind of culminated together really well and very smoothly and I liked all the actors and who was chosen I liked the characters and how they were developed it's like overall, like, it was a good movie and they said, I know I complained about them saying it's going to be the first of five and I don't know how I feel about that and you know, I thought this was a good setup, so I'm I'm looking forward to what comes next. So I'm also going to give mine a four. All right. I'm going to also do the so Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. It's quite cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. I'm going to enjoy this. All right. So <clears throat> Sean's up next, and Sean has seen Creed. Yes, I uh, I've seen Creed. I was going to play Rocky Balboa, but you 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 know you didn't you didn't want that, so <laughs> so I'm just not going to play that. Oh. And Aura's going to play Scott Staff, but, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but any, anyway, um, this this particular movie, I just kind of caught on accident, honestly, because um, I was, you know, I just uh, hooked up with Amazon Prime, so I'm just looking at what movies they have, and they got a lot of good stuff. They got yes. stuff that Netflix just simply does not. No, yeah. Like, that's like why in terms I... of movies, great. Uh, it's a great pool, a great pool to draw from. Oh yeah, that's why so, I have I have all three services because I can't choose. Exactly, exactly, and it's and, and in the end, it's cheaper than cable. Um, <laughs> so cut the cord. Yep. Hashtag cut the cord. Um, so Creed is about um, a young African American uh, gentleman. He's uh, he he he's uh, been in and out of like juvies. He's you know he's. You know, he's basically Apollo Creed's son. Yeah. So, and it's all about him. He wants to make it on his own. He wants to box, and you know, he wants to box for a living. He even goes as far as to quit his job, which, which, and in that section, I was like, idiot. <laughs> I was like, they were offering you a promotion, and you quit, you bastard. <laughs> I was gonna say this is 2016. You don't do that. Exactly. That's why I'm just like idiot. Idiot. I'm just like hating this character the entire time. Yeah. But in terms of reaction of how he was acting, um, and the amount of like inner city um, African American children I've been uh, privy to to hang out with, completely accurate. Yeah. Um, and the the cockiness, the the you know, come on, bring it. Like the the can do the the can do attitude, um, that's very accurate with his character as well. But so anyway, he uh, Rocky Balboa is to play by uh, you know uh, the husk known as uh, Sebastian Stallone. Um, <laughs> uh, he, uh, you know, he he basically takes him under his wing after you know a couple of tries because the kid really wanted him to train him. So uh, and I think it was a good it was a good like coming of age like one generation meets another uh, tale. Uh, I thought you know it was it was pretty good. It it does have its like. It's very slow moments, and that kind of like was a little bit of a detriment to me because I, I want some, like a Rocky movie. Yeah, you want you want some some time, some space uh, between scenes, but 
I don't know. I I think I think a movie should move along a, a, a little quicker pace and to really if I'm staring at something, it should be not not wasting my time. Yeah. And there's a couple of scenes where I'm just like, this isn't going nowhere. <laughs> How did you feel about the the style change of Rocky being the trainer? I thought it he it was a good spot for him. Yeah. It was a very good spot for him, especially... Kind of uh, like the tables have turned type situation. The tables have turned. The interesting thing of, of him catching an illness, like that was like a really big thing. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, no! <laughs> that was a really big thing that it was just... It was... It was it helped the pl- move the plot along. And it was it was about both of them being being able to fight, but different kinds of fights. I th- I thought I thought the it was fi- pretty, the physical and the figurative, the physical and the figurative and the figurative fight. So I mean I th- I thought it w- I thought it was good. It's it's a very good movie, but I didn't think it was like the greatest. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking I'm giving it a big old three. Keep your distance though, Chewie, but don't look like you're trying to keep your distance. I don't know. Fly casual. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I think about that one. That's very good. And you know, another thing that was Michael B. Jordan's sort of recovery acting job after Fan Fortastic. And and or I, I stick, however the fuck did you say I it. did <laughs> like how uh, in original Rocky fashion, it was the act the lead actor writing it and directing it. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thought that that I, overall he actually I also, he actually came to Sylvester Stallone for this. Yeah, to get him to approve the project. Yeah, and I honestly um and I like the idea of. Rocky story continuing in that way because because the original the original film they uh when they're writing it uh they're like okay so Stallone you can be in this movie but you have to write the script if you write for free you can be in the movie and the production and the MGM had this thing where if you the budget was under a million dollars they could fully fund the movie so that was one of the ways they cut that cut corners and that's why Sylvester <laughs> Stallone is Rocky there you go Hmm. No, and that, and that, and that. I mean, can you imagine if he hadn't been him? Oh yeah, God. they would have cast somebody else immediately. Because actually, Disaster. actually, part of the studio actually offered to buy the script for two thousand two hundred fifty thousand, and he turned it down because because they they probably recast him. Yeah, no, yeah. it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been the same at all. And I love and I love the idea that they took a previous fighter that Rocky fought, and it's about his kid. Mm-hmm. That's smooth. It's smooth, and it's also it's interesting. It's, yeah, it's like it's it's uh it's a painting from the other end of the point of view, from the other end of the spectrum, of uh, between the, the antagonist. Yeah, that's good. So you got like the Rockies, the Rocky recovery situation, the Tim Burton recovery situation. I guess mine's a Harry Potter recovery situation. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then my second review is also part of Disney's recover uh, recovery efforts. Uh, I've seen Pete's Dragon. Okay. Which is the newest from like Disney's sort of like live action relaunch of the animated classics situation, mm-hmm. um, and I got to be honest, the original like the kid movie with the cartoon dragon with the real people, I didn't like it. I didn't like it it's as a child. It's really horrible. It's not it well, God- horrible's horrible's kind of a mean word. It's, I don't know. Did you watch it recently? No. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, you know, Disney. I mean, I loved it when I was a kid because because you know it was through the eyes of. Nintendo glasses and nostalgia, but like you watch it now and you're like, Whoa. yeah, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, like and it's just, just something was missing. And I, I appreciate that they were trying to make as many movies as they could with the cartoon real life mixed technology. Yeah, like it simply didn't have the technology to 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 do something. Well, no, because I like Bed Knobs and Broomsticks did the same thing, and I like that a lot. 
Well, that was written better. That was yes, that's what it, that's, that's what it better. is. It that's what writing. it is. Okay. But yeah, so this, in my opinion, was the perfect movie for Disney to pick and try and do like this reboot thing. And when I watched it, it was the same thing. It's another, it's just like the Jungle Book. It's a visually stunning movie. Like, and, and the dragon looked amazing. And for their design choice, they gave the dragon fur really? instead of scales. Yeah, it was, it was very cool though. And I like the dragon. You get more emotion from this dragon, but it looks more natural at the same time. Obviously, it doesn't look like a plump cartoon turkey like the first one. No offense. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, and that was that was good. The character development was good. But uh, the one complaint, and I mean, this was obviously a movie that was targeted for specific, oh, not, I won't say specifically young younger folks, but it's definitely more for kids than it's for adults. Like, adults can go see The Jungle Book. There's parts of Pete's Dragon that you can tell is just is just for kids, and it also kind of falls flat in the middle where the kids... They're trying to readopt the kid into like contemporary society because he's been in the woods with the dragon, hmm. and that right. and that whole time you're just there's some hijinks with the dragon in the woods, but it's mostly like the kid learning to like use a toothbrush and shit, <laughs> and just it wasn't it wasn't bad, but it wasn't necessarily great either. And I can tell that if you're a young if you're like a little one like if you're like eight and under like yes. you, you'll like it a lot. And even as an adult, like, there were moments that gave me, like, a really big boost of nostalgia. Like, the actors did a great job. Like, Robert Redford's in it, and he's astounding in everything he does. I don't care what anybody says. And the dragon was amazing, and the action, when it was there, was good. Like, Disney Disney did a good job. It's just, it's, from my standpoint, like, where I'm at, just like the average 30-year-old, it's kind of mediocre. So, again, just like with Sean and Creed, I'm going to have to go with uh, Han and Chewie on this one. Keep your distance, though, Chewie. But don't look like you're trying to keep your distance. I don't know. Fly casual. <laughs> I so, don't yeah. know. There you go. There you go. That was that was pretty good. And Disney, which now Beauty and the Beast is coming mm. next year. Yep. Lion King is coming at some point. It's been announced, and that one's John Favreau again. What uh, what Disney classic would you guys want? Ariel, the Little Mermaid. As the, I mean, okay. Well, I mean, they already did Cinderella. They already did Maleficent. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but... Pinocchio maybe, maybe. Ooh, they could probably pull up a good Pinocchio. Pinocchio's... God, Monstro. I'll tell you what. away from the princesses and everything. I'll tell you what, Monstro. Like Monstro the whale scared me when I was a child. Oh. If they, in this in like a live action version, I'd yeah. probably crap my pants. Yeah. If they if they take the kookiness out of the original version and give it a little bit more serious tone. Yeah. The Sword in the Stone. Yes! Oh, I love Sword in the Stone. That's a great idea. They take That's a little a bit of kookiness out, and then just like, if they have like the witch be like this really dark character. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, more dark and, and, and less and terrifying. Mer- and then her dragon scene, like the fight where the wizards keep transforming into animals. Oh, yeah. That, so great. Imagine oh. that on Disney's like crazy CG budget fighting through the woods, watching them like transform like mid-shot. That's great. Yeah, that'd be... That's it, yeah. And I love the scene where like Merlin turns him into a fish and turns him into a bird and turns him into a squirrel. We'll leave that part. We'll leave that squirrel romance part out because that was just weird. Even when I was a child, I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> I lived it anyway. <laughs> uh, so, so that's that. <laughs> but yeah, it was a great movie, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good. I'm sorry, I'm trying to clear out now. So, that, yeah, was, that, that was that was the. I was ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm all right. So let's say, yeah, they, they've they've now come out and said they're doing Aladdin again. And yeah. I thought that was shelved permanently. I was kind of hoping that it was shelved, because you can't... I'm sorry, I'm but sorry, I just... a live-action one? Yeah, and I can't see them doing it. Like, Robin Williams was the genie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I know it sucks that it sucks for Disney, but because Robin Williams passed, you can't do that again. You can't. 
Like if he, they, he was so good. The only way that that would have worked is if you. I mean, you could have recast everybody, but the genie in Disney has to be Robin Williams. Like it has to be. That's not a choice. So at first they started making a bunch of other ones, and they said they weren't going to do Aladdin, and it turned out they what they meant was it got pushed back. And I'm not kind of I'm not on board with that. I'm not on board with it either. It's going to fail. Yeah, no disrespect. I just it's it's, it's not going to be the same without Robin Williams in like. The entire script was basically improvised from Robin Williams, and no one else can do what he did. No, and it just wouldn't. And no one if else it, can do it in the tone that he did and the way that he did. And no. the only other person I could see doing it, but still not as good, would be Jim Carrey for craziness and actually, all that. but actually, but he's more of a serious actor now. So <laughs> really. Yeah, that's his. Well, he doesn't do much. He'll do much care, anything. Though. Yeah, I mean, he just did Yes Man. Of, well, it was like five years ago, but yeah. he did Yes Man. So it's not. And it's an I feel idea. like he would. I feel like he would honor Robin Williams. There you go. If Jim Carrey is the genie, I will. I will not be so st- stoogy to that movie. Okay, that's what I'll. My problem is who. If you don't get Jim, James Earl Jones to be Mufasa again in Lion King, who the hell oh, are you going to cast? You could. You could. You can't. Yeah, you can't get anybody. That's a problem. Like, Iris Alba is a little bit too high-pitched compared to well, he, and he just Joel Well, yeah, but he was just Shere Khan. You can't have Mufasa and Shere Khan. That's just weird if it's the same person. That doesn't One work for me. tiger and a lion <laughs> and a oh my. I think, well, at least for some of the people, they should just bring them back. Bring back Rafiki. Bring back Mufasa. You could probably recast. Who did Rafiki's voice? I've already forgotten. I feel like such a moron. Because he sounds so familiar when, when, when I'm listening. I never, listening you know, it's one of those him. things you never look up, is it? <laughs> well, with Jeremy Irons is Scar. He has to come back. <laughs> that was how, that was how I learned to, that's who I, that's how I learned who Irons was, was Scar. Yeah. And his song was amazing. And he was, yes, exactly. And it was that whole, that was that whole vocabulary that words that you had never heard before, but you were still jamming with the song. It's like, you know, meticulous planning. I don't know what he's saying, but he's really cool. But yeah, let's just, now, and I'm going to agree with Sean. I think, I think Sword of the Stone should be top of the list. Yes. Sword of the Stone's a good, that's a good damn movie. I'd pay this. That's a good movie. Yeah. That was good. Little Mermaid. Okay, I can see that. I can see that being popular. I'm just saying, like realistically, not like making them lovey dovey. Like you know, make them realistic. Like you know, it could happen. Yeah. Kind of like a. Oh, and there is a live action Mulan coming. That's what I forgot. Oh. There is a live action Mulan coming. They haven't said much about it. It's called Avatar. <laughs> what? No that's, no, that's Pocahontas. That's Pocahontas. Oh, Pocahontas. Pocahontas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> In a show that had nothing to do with Avatar, <laughs> I was still given a chance to make Sorry, fun of Avatar. I thought you meant Pocahontas. No, 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 no. I know, I know. No, 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 listen. Don't you mean Dance no, with the Wolves? No, that'd be great. Sorry, move No, no, on. no, it's uh, Last of the Mohicans. No, 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 no. it's Last Rainforest. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> They're now, all the same Any movie. opportunity I will get to make fun of that stupid fucking movie, I'm going to do it. <laughs> we, did, we, did we give that a one? Yes. We, we did give that a one. Oh, yeah. That is one big pile of shit. <laughs> we didn't have to do that, but we did it anyway. <laughs> I, I I asked permission. You 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 lean. No, don't don't don't. You don't need to ask me to shit on Avatar. <laughs> like I'll get the TP and just go to town. <laughs> so at forty three minutes, what else are we gonna talk about? Forty three minutes. That that I mean that's what. That's how long it's been. 
I was gonna say I'm pretty much out of stuff. Oh, sweet. No, that's yeah. I was gonna say this was this was a shorty because I figured in lieu of discussion we can set up the rating system for everybody. But I also have a, a sort of a look forward this time too, so I can tell Ooh. you guys what's coming next. Uh, on our next episode, we're gonna take a step out of the theater and go to the small screen, and we're gonna talk about TV shows. We're gonna talk about like our favorites. Uh, probably we'll do another ranking thing of like our top three favorite TV shows, and then a look at some of the most like great and influential TV shows of the last like decade. And then, of you know, because it's us, we're also going to look at some of the worst TV shows <laughs> from the last 10, 15 years as well. So that should be a good time. And then two weeks after that, because it's that magical time of year, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about Christmas movies. Awesome. Oh, oh, yeah. oh joy. I can hear a lot of hate I've got a, coming my way. <laughs> oh, just you guys wait. I'm yeah. going to, I have, I have a cannon that I'm going to fire. And then after it's fired, these two are probably going to lunge on me like monsters and kill me. Mm-hmm. So our, our Christmas movie one will be delightful initially, but then it's all going to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's a look forward. Uh, so yeah, the TV episode will be in the next like week or two. Uh, Christmas movies will obviously be closer to the holiday itself. But uh, yeah, that's what we got coming up. And now we have a rating system. And like I said, once we have some once we have some time to figure out what we want to do with our rating system, as far as like lists, we'll uh, we'll give you some info about where to find it. And then you guys can obviously give us input and stuff on what you think uh, deserves or doesn't deserve what we said, or something that we might have missed that you guys think should be on the list somewhere. So you know, we're open to discussion. Hmm. surprisingly I'm saying that and I promise I will talk to you about it and I won't be an asshole like I am with these two <laughs> but yeah I think uh, I think that wraps it up for this week alright alright cool well th- thanks for watching everybody now go back to watching whatever movies you were watching uh, I'm Zach Patterson I'm Rocky Diamond and I'm Sean Holmes and we'll see you at the movies <laughs>